Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. Today's episode, we're going to talk about my new batteries. Um, so I recently sold my uh, 11 Tesla batteries, which was 33 kilowatts. I have a um, YouTube video up on that, um, showing me packing it up and boxing it up into the crates and actually delivering it um, to the shipping company. Um, so they are currently on their way to Puerto Rico, so... Congratulations, buddy. Um, so I've actually had my um, other batteries before I even sold um, my the current batteries. So since the other batteries finally got shipped out and they're on their way, um, I've had an opportunity to install my new batteries. Now, I don't want to exactly go into the details of the new batteries just yet. I want it to be a surprise for all of you and for everyone that watches the YouTube channel as well. But I want to talk a little bit about them. So the last batteries, they were mounted or anchored um, to the wall. Now, the new, the new batteries that I installed are also anchored to the wall. Okay, They're a different style battery. Um, but I've been very impressed with them so far. I actually have them up and running. Um, they've been powering my home now for hmm, maybe about two weeks at least. Yeah, about two weeks at least. And um, yeah, it's working out really, really well. Um, I had to get a little... Um, I had to think outside the box when it came time to mount them to the wall. And I'll explain why. So the other batteries that I sold actually had uh, an area where you could um, send an anchor or toggle or lag bolt through them, you know, without them, you know, touching any terminals or anything like that. It was it was a pretty simple, straightforward um, installation of those. But the new ones are a little bit trickier because there's a lot of, uh, how do I say this, stainless steel or um, metal around the actual area where you where I or you would actually um, put an anchor or a lag bolt through so I had to get kind of um you know um ingenuitive here and what I ended up doing was in order to insulate the bolt from the actual battery because you got to keep in mind these batteries are really heavy really really heavy so I wanted to have a anchor that would support the weight correctly and also go far enough through to go through my 5H drywall plus through my 3 quarter inch plywood that I have behind all my drywall plus into any studs if I hit any of the studs, right? Now, what I ended up doing was I had an old rubber boot. Yeah, rubber boot, okay? And I'm going to explain, explain here in a second. So I went looking around for plastic washers locally. And I could not find any plastic washers. The one thing you think you would be able to find, I could not find. So what I did was I had an old rubber boot that I cut up into pieces. And I made my own rubber 
washers to insulate the, the bolt head. And then the actual threaded shaft of the lag bolt, um, I actually got um, polytube, one size smaller than the actual bolt itself, and I actually threaded the polytube onto the bolt. Essentially, what I've done was insulate the whole bolt from the battery. So that way, when I anchored it to the wall and, you know, put my um, my impact gun on it to drive the lag bolt into the wall, I didn't have to worry about the bolt touching any part of the battery, you know, from metal to metal or any of those things. Because the way the battery is set up, on the top side of the battery is a positive or negative, and it's vice versa for the bottom. So technically, if the bolt was to touch one side and the other side as I'm going through, it would completely short the battery out, right? A dead short, which is not what we want. So that was the easiest way that I could come up with trying to insulate the bolt from the battery itself. So that took some thinking. I thought about putting some, um, you know, I thought about all kinds of ways to mount the batteries to my wall. And I was coming up with maybe a racking system or any of that. And, you know, I was thinking like there's going to be a lot of materials. In fact, I bought some materials that I didn't even use because I came up with a better plan that I just explained how to insulate the bolt itself. Um, so in the end, the, the, the sometimes just thinking outside the box can benefit you because it was going to cost me maybe $200 in materials to build a custom rack to really make it look nice and build it and, and anchor it to the wall. When I was able to spend maybe 25 bucks <laughs> and have a way cleaner install and the bolt is completely insulated from the battery itself. So sometimes you just have to think outside the box. I recycled an old pair of rubber boots for the washers and um, I had to buy some poly tube, which I think was only like five or six bucks. I bought like five feet of it or three or five feet of it and cut it up the um, roughly the almost the same length as the bolt, maybe a little bit shorter. So that way, when I actually screwed into the wall, the threads could go into the wall itself. And that worked out great. So uh, I do have the batteries mounted to the wall. I have a total of six batteries, six batteries mounted to the wall. Now, the six batteries almost equal the same amount of kilowatts that I had in my other battery pack that I recently sold and shipped. Um, the difference is, is that the batteries that I now have are way more expensive than the batteries I sold. <laughs> so it's one of those things, right? So um, the good news is they are up and running. They are mounted safely to the wall and very secure, very, very secure. Uh, I ended up installing um, brand new wiring for everything, some really thick gauge wire. It's actually three slash zero wire. It's pretty thick stuff. I mean, it's got some weight to it. It's pretty heavy stuff. Um, so I utilized all brand new, heavy duty, high quality, um, all pure copper wire. Um, and I had a terminal block that I bought a couple years ago I had two of them a black and a red that I ended up digging through my stuff and and I was able to find that I ended up using to be able to wire the batteries to so that way I could now have 
you know, just one positive and one negative coming off that terminal block going into my solar system. I mean, going into my um, my inverters and stuff. So, yeah, it's a pretty um, unique and straightforward setup now. Um, it's very, very clean. I actually have them mounted to the wall, but actually up towards the ceiling. And I did that for, for a purpose. And I'm, I'm going to share all that with you guys. I'm going to share with you guys the, the style and what type of battery I'm using um, in my YouTube video and on the podcast. On the, all of you that listen to the podcast will absolutely get the first dibs on exactly what type of battery it is. But I'm trying to get everything, all the footage and everything together before I start, you know, putting out that content for everyone. So, uh, yeah. Now, the other thing I want to cover was uh, I did order a BMS system for the uh, batteries, the new batteries. So, I am actually currently waiting for them to arrive, the actual BMS itself. I ordered it some time ago, so it's taking some time to get here. Um, so, once that gets here, I'm going to hook that up, and I'm going to share that information with everyone as well. Um, but so far, I'm, I'm impressed with the new batteries that I have, they're working very well. No complaints at all besides the price. <laughs> um, shipping them in um, was basically the same process that I used to ship in the other batteries. They had to be put onto a crate, shipped on a barge and a freight company and so forth. So a lot, lot of, um, you know, moving parts to get the battery here or batteries. Now, Will I be adding more batteries than the six batteries that I already have? Technically, I do not need to. Technically, I don't. Um, but if I do, I can easily add more as time goes on. But as of right now, it is working perfectly fine. It is meeting all of my power needs for my home, everything. It's basically the, almost the same, like I said, the same kilowatt hours as the other batteries that I sold. So there's really no difference. I already had tons of power and basically, you know, it's kind of back to how it was, except just a different brand, I mean, different style and different type of battery, um, you know, now. So um, definitely stay tuned, guys. I hope you guys' projects are doing well. Um, you know, if the, I actually have a video that just went up, if you guys haven't seen it, on the simple little budget solar system I did for a family member on like an off-grid teeny house trailer cabin thingy whatever you'd like to call it um, and that's a very simple system that system that I hooked up for a family member is actually running on uh, golf cart batteries lead acid or flooded um, golf cart six volt batteries they're wired in series in parallel to give us a 12 volt battery bank for that little cabin and it's that cabin is up and running. So there is no right and wrong, essentially, to a system you want to build. What it comes down to is preference and knowing the pros and cons of every component that you're going to utilize for your system, right? And it, it really depends on your preference when it comes down to it. Are you okay with the pros and cons on, on one item or not, you know? And that's going to taper where you're going to, you know, how you're going to build your system going forward. Um, but yeah, that little off-grid cabin is working well. My new batteries are working well. A lot of content is going to start to come out. I'm going to share all that with you guys. So stay tuned. See you guys in the next one.